quack, 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 quack. The Mighty Ducks, the podcast where we discuss 1996 Disney hockey sequel, D Three: The Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. I'm your host Blake, and today I have two two special guests on the show. First of all, returning from last season, we have James Anderson from Can't Hardly Wait Minute. James, Hi. welcome back to the show. Thank you. And um, second, um, I think making a D Five debut. I mean, we're <laughs> yeah, I think so. him on the air. Um, this might be my best effort trying to schedule him on. Thomas Howes from Crit Storm Cast. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we've tried so, so long, and it's nice to finally get, get on and get to talk about these ducks. Yes, it's been, we, <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun, actually. It's like, here we are talking about D3 and the Mighty Ducks. Um, so before we get into the movie, I will ask you guys what are your thoughts on D3, going back then or now. Thomas, I'll start with you because you're new on this show. Your thoughts on sure. the Mighty Ducks franchise, really in general, but D3 as we're talking about. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I love the Ducks franchise. I grew up in Southern California, so, you know, being oh. having the Ducks there was, was a huge thing, especially when they got Perfect. their own team and such. Uh, so I've, I've loved following the story and following the characters as, the, as they went and seeing the new characters that get added each year and, and the stuff they go through. Uh, D3 itself, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels like they took a step backwards going from the Olympics to this, but, but aside from that, I mean, it's a great movie. It's, it's got a great message and I I love the characters that, that that are on this team. Yeah. Fair enough. James, your thoughts on D3? It's, it's so weird to think about D3 in terms of the Mighty Ducks, the original, because it's like, how far have we come both in terms of like production value, acting skill of the, of the actors in it and all of that stuff. I thought I liked D3 more than I did when I watched it recently, like recently, like three years ago or whatever. I was like, oh, this is more geared towards kids than I remember. Uh, D2 is and will always be my, 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 my favorite Mighty Ducks sequel. Um, but this is, I think that they, they did some good stuff with what they could. It's kind of a weird age to be uh, making a movie because it's like some of the kids talk like this and some of the kids are still talking like this. And it's like, <laughs> all right, what a weird age to be recording. <laughs> yeah, they're all supposed to be the same age. They're all supposed to be like 14. Like, yeah, oh. exactly. Like Keenan is like little tiny Keenan, and Joshua Jackson's basically like, I am Joshua Jackson. I'm, I'm, I'm fully formed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna exactly. Be <laughs> I'm at my I'm at my final evolution. Yeah, like two years from now. Literally two years from now, he's facing winter. Yeah. 
<laughs> that is really funny, actually. That's very funny. So, well, let's get into the film because we have a lot to discuss in these five minutes. We have a jam-packed five minutes. Ooh. Yes, yes, we do. We, um, we pick up with Gobert and Charlie in midair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, could not be a better start to the minute. I was like, <laughs> this is how you start. <laughs> I, I can believe there's there's a part of me that can believe that uh that pa- the pacey character jesus now i can't think of anything charlie. other than that charlie, uh, yeah, <laughs> that charlie can make that jump but there's no way <laughs> that goldberg's making that jump goldberg can't skate yet he's doing this ridiculous landing <laughs> right i mean i used to i used to use my rollerblades a lot as a kid and i loved doing jumps and stuff but that jump was insane <laughs> I think yeah, proximity like, to Charlie gives Goldberg better rolls on his uh, on his skate jumps than definitely than his dexterity rolls are <laughs> get a plus two or something. You saw that Charlie. I think Charlie was like right there next to him, maybe even like touching his shoulder or whatever. Total, it's a total like help out situation. There you yeah. go. That makes sense. That works. That works. <laughs> I, I do love though. We had the entire last five minutes where they're going through like the neighborhood and they're going through all this stuff and. We land, and we literally land right in front of the team. Like, of course, perfectly. <laughs> like they planned it. <laughs> <laughs> Only they're a lot dirtier than the rest of the crew now. Mm-hmm. Well, funny, look at Charlie. You really can't tell he got hit with, like, all the other stuff. All the other things are wet. He's not dirty. Right. He's just wet now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> everything else is gone. Like, all the dirt and all, like, the clothes stuff and everything else is gone. <laughs> it, he's air-dried. He, he is in, in midair. All that dirt flew off him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, do we know why they're in two separate groups? Like, there's the group that's at the auditorium, and then there's the group that decided to skate there. I think the ones that are skating there are locals. I think those are all the locals. Okay, I can get that. And then yeah. the ones that are at the school from out of state. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, Julie is from Maine. Russ is from LA. Um, Dwayne is from Texas. Yeah. Those are the oh, ones that are out of state. <laughs> And gotcha, they're the ones yeah. that are that here, right? And yeah. all, the, all the home people, all the Minnesota ducks from the first movie, really, everyone from the first movie, yeah, been together since the beginning, are just skating together. Gotcha. It makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah. Was, I mean, yeah. It could have been cool if they'd all gone to, like, if they'd been like, hey, you can meet at Charlie's house and we'll all, like, newbies can go together. It's sort of a weird way to be like, no, 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 no. You go, you go ahead. Yeah, I thought they were all about the team. (laughs) I actually just paused on the crowd to see what ducks are actually in the audience. And yeah, every single duck is from outside of Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Even Kenny Wu, all of them are not from this state. Now, before we get too far, can we talk for a minute about how the jumping Goldberg is like half the size of the regular Goldberg? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good point. The flying Goldberg can compa- contract himself within himself to, to get better aerodynamics, I've found. <laughs> There's your title right there, the flying Goldberg. <laughs> we got our title, thank you. Five minutes in, we got our title right there. <laughs> do, now, hold on. Do you think that they had them do that jump and have it be like a flying thing because of like, to do like a duck thing? A flying like Like, ducks? look at those so ducks what? fly. You know, I, funny, I never thought about that. It might be. Possibly, it might probably. Like, <laughs> like in the, can you imagine a trailer where it's like, they'll skate, they'll shoot, they'll fly? fly? <laughs> <laughs> that, Sounds about all. accurate. <laughs> that is brilliant. And you can throw it in there because it's only in the first sequence. So yeah, exactly. It, it tells away. nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's nothing away. <laughs> 
They're not jumping, they're falling with style. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Very exactly. nice. Very nice. And you're in the Disney bubble, so we're assuming better. There we go, yeah. <laughs> I think Toy Story came out the same around the same time. <laughs> yeah, the year before, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It times it perfectly. <laughs> Falling with style was was just in fashion at that time. It was, it was mid '90s, just midair. <laughs> oh man, that is pretty brilliant. So, all right, so we get to the school. We're at the school, mm. and this school, I still don't understand the school system. I don't get to school. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know why they're at this school. Like, yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. But I had to do some research. I needed to know any details about the school. Could not find anything about this actual school. But I'm like, are there any prep schools in Minnesota? Like, is anything in here that can help me out here that it ties in with hockey? And I found one. Oh, yeah. I, I found something. There is actually a Minnesota prep school tournament that goes on in Minnesota for hockey. And there are various schools in this tournament from Minnesota in St. Paul, where this movie is based. Nice. Oh, wow. So I actually did found it. Yeah. And there's one that actually is – um. Creighton Durham Hall, which is based in St. Paul, that won 11 championships in 14 years in the 40s and 50s. That, like, oh, almost ties in with exactly what they do in this movie. Like, yeah, that sounds like you found it, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a tour today. Apparently, it went on from, like, the 40s to the mid-70s, and it's got renamed a bunch of times, and it's still going on in some form or fashion, but that's pretty much the best I can do to find a school related to this. That's I want a prequel. Cool. I want a deep, deep prequel where uh, Hans goes to that school and he and <laughs> Bill Gordon does. Bill Gordon did. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, so yeah, we need we need like a you know a a, a prequel trilogy of of Hans's uh, rise up to owning that skate shop. Definitely <laughs> yes. Oh man, I like that. That's pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> oh man, so. Okay, so I just need to know, how did they end up so late? Like, how come they're so late? Because like, they took happen? every back road they could. I mean... I, I like to imagine the map. If you see an overlay of the map, it's like starting point. The school's here. And then you see their route, like a family circus. Oh, yeah, like family it's just, circus full on <laughs> dotted line going everywhere. It should have taken two minutes. It was literally... Like, he can see his house. Hi, Mom, we made it. It shouldn't have taken that long at all, but Goldberg, come on. Yeah. And apparently it was an all downhill trip. So oh, and Averman, though. Averman is the one that said I had a bat, had a, a bat, he was doing directions for us and he also messed them up. That's true. <laughs> so now, can Averman we, and Goldberg. Yeah, can we talk for a minute about how, uh, how Charlie announces them? Like that line makes it sound like there was supposed to be a, a joke that was told. And that was like the punchline, like, where are the ducks? <laughs> yeah. so like, I feel like I missed part of the joke there. Every time Charlie says, but where are the ducks? I feel like he's like, come on. Didn't you see the other two movies? The ducks. Does that mean exactly. nothing to you? <laughs> well, the best part is that he's doing this awesome introduction for them. Like, it's a fantastic introduction for them. And then they crash into the curb. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that you say that, I want to start a drinking game that every time Charlie says we're the ducks. <laughs> he does say that a lot in this movie. He does say, I'm a duck. I'm not worried. I'm a duck. Did, uh, did you guys hear? I felt like the guy, the, the main guy, I'm sorry, I'm so bad with names. The main dude um, was saying after much back and forth, we finally agreed to let these guys in on a full scholarship. Yeah. So like, they don't even want them. I never picked up that like, 
49% of, of the school doesn't even want them there. Yeah, so I, like, I, noticed, I never noticed it this early. Like, I know later it's yeah. been a plot point, but I didn't, never realized until now that it gets brought up here. Yeah, <laughs> why would you say that in the speech? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this was not a popular decision, but here they are. Yeah, it actually had me pretty confused. I wasn't sure who was on which side of the line at first. <laughs> <laughs> and the first time through watching the movie recently to, to get prepped for this, I thought that the guy that they end up in the office with was one of the anti-ducks, but he's not. He never was, apparently. He was always, like, pro-duck. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It's just weird how it all worked out. Because you're right, I never thought about it until now when I was watching it back. I'm like, wait, he said that in his speech here? Yeah. Like, why? Like, why would you say that? It makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award winner Betty White. Listen, a lot of people did not like her, but here she is. <laughs> it's it's wild to to say that in a speech, but this guy clearly has no social tact, as we'll see. So, I mean, I guess it's it's part of the course. Yeah, but... I think this whole school doesn't have social tact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we beat a bunch of them in these five minutes. So. <laughs> Um, although I love the fact that they cut to um, Julie and um, and Julie's laughing and everyone else is like, oh no, oh no, oh, no. Oh, no. yeah, Julie thought it was hilarious. So good. But I do like I would like to appreciate them for giving me the um, cap- the photo for this sh- for this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get the curtain to be the photo for this episode. But I can't get better than that. You really can't. Yep, that's pretty perfect. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh man, so. We, we, we are now, the, the looks on the adult faces are fantastic because it's like, uh, what happened? <laughs> why did you guys go in the back? Like, why did you go in the back? <laughs> so the the ducks, what did he just say? Him. He said, ducks, just sit down. It's just, fine. Yeah. <laughs> really rain the picture of the guy in Trentway Newton. That was weird. I, well, now that's so that's Newt Gingrich. Yeah, Newt Gingrich. Oh, sorry. So, no, so the joke is, and I never got this joke until okay, this viewing. You. Thank yeah, you. he's Thank you. he's a picture of him running with Newt Gingrich, and he says, "Hey, look, he knows Wayne Newton." Thank you. Okay, yep. that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know why I because I, I was watching this real fast. I completely yeah. missed that joke. Okay. Yeah. Along with that, that has to be the worst Photoshop that yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and you have you have to ask yourself: Did he Photoshop himself? Like, is it canon that he Photoshopped himself mm, into that? For picture? sure, it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me at all. Like not even a little bit when it's happening. But he's he's too old for Photoshop, so it's literally he snipped a picture snipped of himself it, yeah, out snipped it and, and just put it paste, in like copy paste, but like old school. And then you run it through a photocopier, so it's Absolutely. all one piece of paper. You're good to go. Absolutely. <laughs> or, or is it like in Seinfeld where George went up to the photo guy and he's like, "Can you add this to this photo?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Old school Photoshop. Exactly. <laughs> Um, by the way, another drinking game in this movie is anytime Charlie calls them prepsters, because that happens a lot in this movie as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's so, like, stuck up himself talking about them being stuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, Charlie has always been so good about being the most arrogant underdog. He's like, listen, we're nothing but losers, and we wouldn't ever do something like that. Like, right. it's like... What, where where are you coming from? I don't know whether you're where where, where are you on this? And he's done that oh. since movie one. He, like, he definitely has. <laughs> like, are you unconfident or super confident? I don't know. Ugh, Adam Banks, look at this lame Richie. Are you? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
really, if there's one thing consistent, it's just inconsistency and being modest. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So we, this is where we set up the ants. Mm-hmm. The ants. Yeah, and my note for this is, really cool my note for this was Brazilian fire ants. Could they just name it Chekhov's gun? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, because this is what I do. I had, I pulled, I'm James, I pulled a you, and I had to look up Brazilian fire ants. Good. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. And um, I go in, I actually was like, um, they apparently, I looked it up, and they can be found in rainforests, disturbed areas, but I don't even know what that actually means. <laughs> like haunted um, houses, like uh, witches, witches, castles, stuff like that. Um, deserts, grasslands, and a log electrical equipment. Sure. Which is nice. <laughs> And actually, everything he says in here is exactly what was in like the Wikipedia page I found. He describes them perfectly. Like, <laughs> can't be, he, it's so accurate what he says. And I actually appreciate this whole speech because you're kind of learning about teamwork. It's this little speech about Brazilian fire ants. <laughs> I, 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 this speech is so interesting to me because what he's saying is, actually what Keenan concludes is correct. That he's saying, I'm the queen, I'm the ant queen and you're all my worker ants. So you just do what I say and don't think, you know, don't think for yourselves, be, be, I'm, I'm the leader, you're the workers. But I was thinking about it, I'm, I'm pretty sure I heard, maybe I'm thinking about bees, but like, I'm pretty sure the ant queen is like, sits around and has babies just, that's all, just completely helpless, like needs people to feed her, needs people to do everything for her. And the people that do that are the worker ants. Right. So I was like, but it's the opposite. It's the, like, it's actually, you need them to help you, like, survive and stuff. So it's a weird analogy because it works both ways, but not in the way he's presenting it, which is yeah. kind of fun. It's true. Uh, fun fact, fire yeah. ants are a 1.2 on the Smitch Sting pain index. Ooh. Um, and that's right between a bee and a hornet. So Ooh, okay. they're, about, they're not the worst. They're actually pretty low on there, but... Yeah, you don't want to feel it. These are high for me. I'm allergic to these things, so that's high for me. <laughs> but that's good to know. Yeah, that's really good to know, actually. So they don't—they can't really hurt you. They really what makes the see later hysterical because they really right. can't hurt you. It's just—it's going to be more annoying than anything. Yeah. Did um, you guys? Did you guys ever watch MacGyver? Oh, of course. Remember, a little bit. Do you remember that time. episode where the where the ants were taking over the city and like. Like they, there was like mountains of ants, and like this guy got eaten by ants and all this stuff. That like it was, it was a, an early season one episode, and like it was basically like MacGyver has to fight all the ants, and like <laughs> it was, it was. I was like, oh, this is really, and I think it like permanently made me scared of like lots of little tiny things, like things that team. Right. I think it's from that because the guy fell in, and like all that was left was his glasses or something. Wow. It's like. Oh my God! Answer are horrible now. Here it's like they're just. I suppose one on the sting scale, but times you know sixty thousand. I suppose is kind of yeah. is kind well, of when, a lot. But with ants, for me, I go the opposite end of the spectrum. Where the first thing I did with ants is Garfield and friends. Mm. <laughs> sure. So they're, the ants so they're just the playfully ants. carrying off the the, the picnic <laughs> stuff. Did you guys notice Keenan watching this guy talk? He's just staring at him. He is doing the most, he's doing so, such funny face acting. He's like, uh-huh, 
Mm-hmm. And then when he's when the, that when the guy said something, he's like, oh, like he's doing <laughs> he's doing like it's I silent. It right <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, yeah, yes, he's going to be the longest lasting member on SNL. Look at him. He's ten. He's um, like it's just incredible, just nonverbal. Yeah, hilarious acting. It's great. Yeah, as we said last season, we have to remember this is his second movie. Like, it's true. <laughs> right. And he's been and he's been on, on on cable television sketch comedy for years already. So like, yeah, like this in D two were its first movies. Like you were gonna wow. remember that. Like, yeah, actually, D two was his first role. That yeah. was his first role. Like that's yeah. amazing to me now looking mm. back. Yeah, so. good. So good. <laughs> and he's this good in this movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 amazing. He's he's truly underrated. I feel like all, oh, all over the place. He's primed for for doing something big. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And he's underappreciated on SNL, even though he's been there forever. Like yeah. he's always been there. He's yeah. definitely not the reason the show is not as funny as it used to be. He's still funny. He's still yep. funny. You know. He's still very very good. Yep. Absolutely. Um. I by the way, I did the caption down. I had to pause at one of the very funny faces of his. <laughs> and actually, the, the caption actually comes up and says, nobody complains, there's harmony and growth. Same here at Eaton Hall. I'm like, that makes sense to me. I understand <laughs> that. Logic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> so, we, we Now we on. get into what? The montage, right? Yeah, yeah. The montage, which I do have notes on people because I knew the first teacher looked familiar. And I'm like, why does she look so familiar? I couldn't clock it at first. I looked it up. And then Claudia Winkins and she's the principal in the first movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. Not realized until I looked down. I'm like, why did she look familiar? <laughs> why? She and her to... kid were both in two Mighty Ducks movies. She was in one and three, and her kid was in one and two. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Probably what like I... a family friend or something. <laughs> I like, I was just, in Canada, this movie, I want to say that she left because she came over here for more money. Absolutely, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, it has to be. I mean, it's still Minnesota. So it's not even like they're, it's not even like a Saved by the Bell thing where they started in Ohio and then all of the classes and teachers moved to California for some reason. It's still in the same city. Right. So it's absolutely, that makes total they sense. They to school. Yeah, exactly. They to school. Yeah. <laughs> totally, 100%. There you go. There's the and I have to say that the stuffed animals their eyes look more alive than hers do in that, in that I felt picture. so bad for her. I was like, so they put her between a moose and a goat and like moved <laughs> up her hair so that they looked like horns and like her, like everything about it was like, eh, see the resemblance? And I'm like, that's why I looked her up. I was like, who is this woman that is like, hey, like, I, whenever they're like, someone t- pokes fun at people's like appearance or like is doing a funny thing with appearance, I'm like, can you imagine the casting call where they're like, hey, uh, Cla- you said Claudia, right? Yeah. Hey, Claudia, we want you back for D3. Listen, this is your opening shot. All right. You know a moose? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a goat? <laughs> you know a, a goat? Would you place yourself between those two? No, what do you mean? No, no I'm saying that's the opening shot. Would you place yourself between <laughs> <laughs> We really need you to look as dead as they are. <laughs> it's so it's so funny i mean like it's it's so funny to watch this as an adult because it's like part of it is like that's that's you know that's funny she's talking in a funny voice they're doing funny stuff whatever and then there's also stuff like look at how kids think of school Uh like this is it's she's like a surprise you know a quiz every wednesday an exam every friday and then whenever i feel like it a surprise quiz or surprise exam i was like surprise exam that's not cool. What, what is that? Yeah, I'm like, like quiz. 
and then practice sure. quiz, and then another quiz, and it's surprise quiz. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was terrifying. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, sure, quiz, sure, yeah. yeah. So, wait, so, wait, what, you, what was the last one? That's not good, not good. Yeah, right here. Friday will have an exam, and anytime I feel like it, you'll have a surprise quiz or exam. <laughs> what? Yeah. She, and she slips it in quiz or exam. Like... <laughs> And then move on. We just move on. Move on. <laughs> move on. Um, this is, we are at the next teacher, which is Mr. Barber. And I, I think he's doing history class. I want to say he's doing history yes. class. He, yeah. I, I actually looked up the thing that he's talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so he's talking about the concept of dwarfs standing on the shoulders of giants. Okay. Um, and he is presenting it as, you're the dwarf, history is the giant, don't goof off or you're going to get stepped on by history i'm not really sure where that <laughs> comes from though it says it's uh mostly um most of the people accept that it was attributed to uh bernard of chartres in uh in 11 in the 12th century uh this guy john of salisbury said that he said that he used to compare he used to compare us to dwarfs perched on the shoulders of giants. He pointed out that we see more and farther than our predecessors, not because we have keener vision or greater height, but because we are lifted up and borne aloft on their gigantic stature, which is a cool way of saying what that guy said as a threat, which is wild. Um, and then this, <laughs> this author, Umberto Eco, said that uh, there's an, an even older time, uh, uh, to Prishian. And Prishian was this guy in like the 300s, like the fourth century, wow. who was basically like, it's like you're standing on, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. So it's an old, old phrase, which is cool. And I'm not sure why this guy is using it to intimidate. Like, it's like, be inspirational. Have you seen Dead Poets Society? Be like that. I Don't think like, he only did it because he happened to have a dwarf little thing. He's like, I yes. need a quote that goes with this thing. Wait a minute. My David the Gnome doll. Yes. <laughs> I can see him being the kind of teacher that always has that dart in his drawer. Like, I'm ready for the first day of school. This is the speech I'm going to give every single year. <laughs> we don't see it, but he compared everything to dwarfs. Like, he's like, it's like... <laughs> The Revolutionary War was kind of like a dwarf hopping across a desk. Exactly. Speaking of desks, oh. what's with that one desk that they're all sitting at where it's like a solid, they're like piled next to each other with like, they can't even squeeze into the picture. <laughs> like who sits like that in a class? That is funny. Um, although you're just, this reminded me, this, this teacher maybe made like a story of a teacher I had when I was in, um, High school. Um, he used to, first day of school, first day of class, same bit every year. Every year, be the same exact bit. He'd pull down, to pull down his massive map, pull out his pointer. First, I've seen this twice, and I actually walked into class when he did this bit one time. It's so funny. Pulls down the map, gets this pointer. He's like, and this is actually him his yearbook quote. He points at the map, and he says, This is Omen. You can pronounce it Oman. It's right next to Yemen. Yay, men. And that would be the bit. And he'd walk away. <laughs> he'd walk away. <laughs> oh. Every year he did the same bit. And he'd just stand there for a minute. And then he'd get out of the school and everything else. I <laughs> don't know what to do with that. Right? Oh, like, my God. Let's let's really instill... Uh, I, can't, I can't even think of the word right now. Um, wow the patriarchy let's really yeah. install the patriarchy early in these kids <laughs> and it, it, it'd be my 
somebody's seen your yearbook and actually says that in the yearbook. It says old man and yay man in the yearbook. Oh my <laughs> the gosh. Year forever. <laughs> so, That's um, a lot to unpack. So funny. I mean, just make a Djibouti joke like everyone else, you know? It's like, that's always funny. <laughs> or you could do like my health teacher did, where he, um, he health teacher, he's like, he says, come here and get the dictionary. It's a true story. Get the dictionary. And go to the word and, uh, and said, come here and points to this word. Read the definition to the word public, but he'd point at pubic. <laughs> and he'd do that. And then he'd like, no, 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 the next word. And he, but this bit would go on. Apparently this happened every year. The same joke he'd do to everybody. <laughs> it'd be the most embarrassing joke for the person that went up there. Like every wow. single time. And like half the time it was a girl, which made it even worse. <laughs> even worse. Well, like, definitely. So Yikes. yeah, that's trust me. I know these kind of things. You gonna do stupid bits like that? Like, <laughs> man, that oh man. An okay was gonna be the head now for a long time. Isn't it? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's been. I, I that was almost twenty. I was over twenty years ago, and it's still in my head. I mean, it, yeah, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine that leaving. Like that is that is something else. <laughs> um, actually, I remember my senior picture. I went in to say hi because I was in a tux for mm-hmm. my senior picture. My mom under me and talks for pictures, and I walk in, and I look at him, and I'm like, I, I literally the exact same bit. I walk up, like, <laughs> 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 it's the exact same bit. <laughs> He's like, Ah, you remembered. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so, so, so with the uh, with the really bad teacher before the the lady, what kind of direction do you think she was given? Like, here, stare at this dot. And be the worst teacher ever. <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. Terrify them. It it's and we're gonna have the camera like touching your face. Pretty like, much, yeah. Like it's it's and like fi- we're gonna fish lens it. It's gonna be your face is gonna be the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. How does how does that have to make her feel at night? Yeah, exactly. like, I don't want my face to be the joke. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I, I forgot. By the way, the last the teacher, Mr. Barber, he was, that was James Carvin. And mm. only real notes I have are this movie. And he was in, uh, he was um in Twin Peaks. Oh. Episode of Twin Peaks. And he was also in the movie Sneakers. Ooh, who was he in FBI Sneakers? Agent, as an FBI agent in Sneakers. So there you go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to watch Sneakers tonight. There, you go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I there. love Sneakers so much. It's so good. So we cut to the hallway, and this is where we start meeting students and random people, and we start meeting. Welcome, Mark. love interest. Yes. <laughs> His name is is Luis in this. Luis, yes, Luis. I, I I can't think of him as any anything other than Benny the Jet, but um, <laughs> he has the look of a of a hunting wolf, and I've never seen it on a teenage boy more. Like he's like, like it's like lo- it's like like missile lock. It oh, is yeah. wild to see. He's like not seeing anything around him, like straight ahead in for the kill. It is, whew, it is some. This is some, what abject, ob, ob, uh, abject objectivity. Ob, yes, that, that <laughs> abject objectivity looks like. Like this is how you objectify a woman right here. Man. So, yeah, but yeah, he moves fast. And that's, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's what his character does on Hockey Wing too. So yeah, True. yeah. <laughs> he's known for moving fast. He steals a lot too. <laughs> he doesn't actually fall. He just gets right. into the lockers. <laughs> yeah. So um, then we cut to, um, the, we're going to be having play by play for the rest of this movie. 
just randomly just sitting there. I love this kid. I love him so much. That's why he's doing this. But we need a play-by-play person for this movie. We need somebody. Yeah. So, so how did that deal work out? Oh yeah, we're gonna get the ducks to come to the school. Oh, but you also have to get the announcer. Yeah. <laughs> we need him to come with us. And no one, no one checks that kid. No one gives that kid a second glance. I love it. So they're like, yeah commentator finally we've yeah. been asking that he was the deal he they the yeah. ducks were just the, were just the gravy on the deal they're like there we go yeah the, can we get the commentator guy he's really good yeah we got to really take the ducks for his age <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah oh trust me we'll, i will talk more about him later at the first game. i love him so much <laughs> later. he's so he's so natural just turning around with the with the umbrella handle just like oh it's just like ah oh, so good Yes, he is amazing. And like I said, we'll get to him later in the movie because I can't cool. wait to talk about him, but he's doing play-by-play during games. Oh, <laughs> yes. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so now, these are pretty much right now. It's the first day of school, and they're running a TikTok, which is crazy to me. Like, even to my first day of school, I wasn't picked on immediately. Like, right. that's really weird. So like, do, you, do you think these jocks time-traveled from the 80s, or do you think they're just heavily influenced by the 80s? Because these are oh. some John Hughes 80s jocks if I've ever seen them in my Definitely. life. Definitely. This is full-on <laughs> Emilio Estevez in Breakfast Club, you know, kind of. Yeah. It's, well, if you think about it, this was filmed in the 90s. Emilio Estevez is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah, Emilio's so like, hey, I'm going to tell you guys how to act. This is how I did it back in my day. Perfect. <laughs> there it is. It all ties together. It really does all work together. But they are like a pack, though. To the credit, they are packed. They just we're torching and we're going to keep going. And yeah. we're going to keep moving. We'll come back uh, to you later. Like, we'll talk to you later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're just, it's just like everything like i was always a you know like a big t- i think i think I, I think we talked about this last last time i was on the show big tall dude i didn't really experience like big bullies throwing me around i had experienced more little little bullies like faking on me for being so big right but it makes me so mad to see these people like picking on the you know the littlest one the figure skater's name is kenny kenny that's what i was gonna say dang yeah. it picking on him for no reason just like uh it's so frustrating to watch but you, you know i had the ex- i had both experiences in high school because my freshman year i was five four uh-huh. my senior year i was six two i was tiny and then i was the biggest person like in foot. school I can't grow up. If you see my pictures from like freshman football, I'm literally the same height as everybody else. And then by junior year, I'm like six foot two. Like, yep. It's absolutely amazing. I completely relate. About 100%. Yep. I, in my perception, I was always the exact same height and everyone shrunk. So I'm not sure what you guys <laughs> experienced. I haven't changed at all. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was, my wife was looking at old pictures. You know how it is. You look at old pictures of Jersey. Oh, sure. First, that's what you do. That's because I moved here from Jersey. So she was seeing all photos when I was packing to move here. And um, she was looking at old photos and she's like, Is this you? I'm like, You look so short. <laughs> I didn't have a growth birth until I had the sophomore year. Like, I didn't have a growth yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, <sighs> so trust me, I get it. Okay, I, okay. Quick question. I don't, did anybody have homework on the first day of school? I never did. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, like, we always got, like, paperwork although, and stuff. Like, although I never went to a private school either. So I'm in public true. school, so I'm in public. So, like, yeah, like, we got, like, fill these, like, 
school conduct yeah, exactly. forms out and have your parents right. sign this stuff. But like, I don't think so. Maybe in college. I think in college, but like certainly not in, is this, are we thinking this is like ninth grade? Do, have, do we have an established grade? Because they talk freshman about the kids as seniors. The, the right. Senior, so. right, 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 right. Okay. So that's why. Yeah. Like they're definitely freshmen in this school. Yeah. And they were thinking maybe they're about 14. About yeah. 14 years old. Yeah. They, they do refer to the varsity squad a lot as seniors right. later in the movie. So they're obviously new, so they train for the freshmen. I, did you, who was it that was saying, if we're not careful, we're actually going to learn something? Uh, that, Goldberg? that was Goldberg. What a cool positive spin on it. Like not like ugh homework, but like ugh homework. They're trying to teach us very hard and it might work. It's like, oh, that's what a surprisingly pro-education, like, you know, I'm a slacker, but even this might teach me. It's like exactly. how how nice. Think about it, you know, because he never really wants to be the one that learns, and he's like, oh well. The way they do things here, we're gonna have no choice. No, exactly. <laughs> I may be wrong because I only watched it once, but isn't he the one later on who's like, I need this? This is the only way I'm ever gonna well, get this education. Russ. Russ does Oh, that, that was Russ that did that. Russ does yeah. that a lot because Russ is the one that is he, he came from the um the hood the hoods in LA. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, wanted to go right. back home. This is his only way to get a good education. Right. Yeah. Just now I was picturing uh I thought you were talking about Dwayne. I thought I was like Russ, right, the Texan guy. And I was like, the no, hood of LA. I thought you were gonna be like the hood of Dallas, and there was a joke there, and you're like, oh, it just no. it again. I'm 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 horrible. You went for a journey there without. I was us. like, <laughs> he's what? <laughs> Russ, got it. Yeah. Well, then we have a, we have Charlie just scrolling strolling down the stairs for some oh, reason. Yes, now welcome love interest number two. Yeah, but this one at least this one leads to the story for the entire movie. Yeah, I I relate so much to Charlie here. Hey, will you sign this position petition? Yes. What is it? <laughs> you're pretty. Like you're pretty. Yeah, pretty girl. Yes. What is it? And that's that's me. That's high school James. One hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Like it's just like. Yeah, you're pretty. I'm talking to you. A pretty girl talking to me. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And um, she's such a perfect, like, I knew girl. Like, this is Aaron. This is Aaron in high school. Like, I mean, not petition, my co-host Aaron. Uh, not petition-wise, but like kind of Hermione Granger-ish. Like, sort of prim, proper. I know what I'm doing. I do my homework. You're, you are a waste of time for me right now. I'm going to go off and do whatever. It's so accurate. And I know that it's because this girl is that age, so she probably knew or exactly was that. But like, right, right. Uh, it's, I'm like, it takes me, I get like nostalgia for like the confusion of, is she mad? What is happening? Like, it's, it's real. The nostalgia is real with this. Definitely. What's cool is that their chemistry also clicks really fast. Like, they yeah. got the chemistry quick. Here's my question though. Go for it. Can't. When did Charlie, when did Joshua Jackson not have chemistry with someone though? <laughs> That's fair, like, fair. I'm trying to think of when I'm like, Ugh, and I can't cause that smile, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's, he's a <laughs> magnet for sure. This movie like, especially shows you what will be. Like hey, will, this smile will be the heart, the heartbreaking smile for kid, for teenagers for life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> I just picture people going to Dawson's Creek from the Mighty Ducks, like with nothing in between, and being like, oh, yeah, 
uh, Charlie Conway. This is going to be a like. He's doing. Who is this character? Who is this this character that is with what teacher? What's going on? Like he goes from like a good boy, like Charlie Conway, team captain, struggles with like competition and stuff, to like Pacey, who is like. <laughs> Casey, you know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> I've never told this on a television. I've never told it on a podcast. I don't talk Dawson's Creek much. I don't talk Dawson's Creek much, obviously. My mom got me into Dawson's Creek. My mom said, I'm at this, she watched the pile of Dawson's Creek. And she's like, you're going to love this show. You're going to huh. love this show. And so they made the pilot, and then like months later, they re-aired it. So I'm huh. like, okay. And then they had the time slot finally and everything. All they re-aired the pilot. And I'm like, Wow. This is a really good show. This is really good. And I ended up watching the first season with my parents, which is very strange. Now that the first season of the freaking like. Yeah, <laughs> that strange. is. Hmm. Very strange. Yeah. Well, it ended up being like the show I watched with my best friend. Then after that, because he got into it, so the two of us ended up watching it together like every week on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Plus, you never have to worry about watching something awkwardly with your parents for the rest of your life because that's, you've done it. You, <laughs> you started at 11. <laughs> Based on the sex scene at the um, I forgot at the ruins. Based on yeah. that one scene. Like, yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we forget, Mrs. Linda, we'll be sticking with her for most of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Margaret Finley, and she doesn't really have many credits at all. This is surprising. I feel like, did they cast locally in like from Minnesota? I think most. I think a bunch of them are locals. I think they yeah. might be. It'd be cheaper, probably cheaper. That's kind of cool. Yeah, she was a beautiful cheaper. girl. She was a great actress. Absolutely. Yeah. The only thing I really found her that was major, she was um, two different characters in the Odyssey TV show in 94. <laughs> there was an Odyssey TV show? Apparently there was an Odyssey TV show, and she played two different characters. I could see so, that. She has a, she could do a very Mediterranean look if she tried. I could see it. I could see it. So, huh. um, now we get to, I love her petition, because this is so ahead of its game. This is so ahead of its time. Oh, definitely. This whole story is ahead of its time. I so want to talk to you guys about this. I am so excited because I had one, I had one thing. So I'm sorry, to, I don't mean to take take the win. She's has a petition to change the name of the team from the Warriors to something else, right? And because it's offensive. And Charlie, at first I thought this was his argument, and I was like, Charlie, my man, you're out of your league. Shut up. So at first I thought his argument. He said. Well, I mean, there's lots of teams. And he names like the Redskins, the Indians, the Braves, the Blackhawks. Actually, they, I think those are the teams he names. Yes. 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 Um, and I was like, is he being like, well, all those teams have those names, so why shouldn't we? And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, his the argument is a little more nuanced. And let me tell you, let, tell me what you guys think. I think his argument is they all have worse names, so the Warriors isn't that bad exactly what he's saying exactly it's what so he's funny saying. you you're almost you almost worded my notes directly i was like yeah. is he listing bad names here or is he saying that all these names are warriors like worse oh, warriors. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i kind of want to be like i kind of am like i kind of agree with him like it's warriors isn't necessarily like a derogatory or specifically oh, warriors is perfect it's the emblem that makes it's it the bad. emblem it's yeah, absolutely the emblem, emblem. yeah 100 yeah. i mean now, if it was just one... warriors that's perfectly fine right the it's golden state warriors the that have the bridge as their mascot it's like yeah exactly What's they fight on the basketball court. the redskins and they're now the washington football team the washington football so team. weird now in 2021 
I love it. I love it because it feels like it's out of like a like a satire where it's like we've changed it to the Washington football theme. And just it feels like out of like a 30 Rock episode or, or actually a Kimmy Schmidt episode where there that was go. an exact plot. But Washington football team is so funny to me. And I love it. I love it a lot. I love the fact that the season, and if you look at box scores from like the beginning of the season, it said football team in the box score. Until they changed it, they realized how bad that looked. They changed it to Washington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like on my schedule, because I'm, I'm a Giants fan, so the Giants okay. schedule was popping up on my phone calendar, and it would say Giants at football team. <laughs> <laughs> like someone forgot to fill in the other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Now, hold on. The Washington insert football team here. So what do you think about that? I like that. My wife said that she named them the Sentinels. Okay. From the replacements. Yes. There it is. That's, like, that's what my wife said, determined to say that should be the name. I'm like, you probably can't do that. You probably right. can't do that without paying some money. So I don't think you can pull that one off. Huh. Uh, yeah, when I was first writing down my notes for this stuff, though, I didn't realize that they had a bad logo. So his comparison to those other names didn't make sense. I was like, yeah. why is he listing all these Indian names? That doesn't make any sense. Yes, so true. Is, <laughs> is their logo the Blackhawks logo? Is it just literally the Blackhawks It's some, some Native American mm-hmm. kind of and the only reason I know that this actually became a thing in the NHL that they 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 did Chicago Chicago refused to change it because they got permission from the Chiefs like a whole bunch of like Indian Chiefs they went on the record and sounded like a press release out to say we're okay with this because they're honoring us they're not making fun of us again like, it's I like but you. they speak for everyone I don't oh, know. it's Chicago <laughs> they're based in Chicago so like that's what they did that for like, I see yeah uh, the it's it looks like it's a it's sort of a mix between the Blackhawks logo and the Redskins logo. Yeah. And that's what um, the still come to. And like the Black, did they ask the Blackhawks tribe? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> like, I, Cause like, if it was like, our hockey team is named the Blackhawks. We went to the Blackhawks and they're cool with it. So can we keep it? It's way better than the Redskins where it's like, it's we like went the New to Jersey Whitey's. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Blackhawks name is also older. Than like everything else because they're the original six hockey team. Right. Like they're so, original six. They go right. back to the back. Like they're older than everybody else on this list. Like right. when it comes to being an old team, the Indians yeah. might be the other oldest team on this list. Uh, like it's it's so weird. To mm, it's a bigger it's a bigger issue than I think we probably have time for. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, <laughs> by the way, we continue to he he's very cocky about being the captain of the. No, no. Okay, you say cocky. But does does he think it's a secret that he's the captain? Because he looks you're around like he's telling he's thinking like, don't tell anybody, but I'm the captain. <laughs> you think this is a pickup line? <laughs> it's, it's another thing where he's like, I'm assuming no one knows, but also everyone should know. And why don't you know this thing that mm, is it worth bragging about? I mean, uh, I'm kind you're of the a captain good deal. of the JV. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the captain of the JV team, so like, it's pretty. I'm pretty important. I mean, I probably would have lived with. I've been to the Olympics, 
you know? <laughs> Perhaps you've seen me on a Wheaties box. I don't know. <laughs> I would carry a Wheaties box with me, honestly, if it was me. Well, we have a smaller, like the miniature one. If they had the miniature Wheaties sure. box. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to sign this for you? Be just insufferable. <laughs> um, so he continues on now, and he, and the fact that he calls him a jock, and he gets so insulted. Would you call him a jock? Like, um, that's what you are, buddy. Yeah. It's so, it's so weird that she's so, it's, it's a frustrating thing on both ends. Cause she's like, ugh, jocks. And I'm like, what happened to open-minded? Don't be derogatory. So you're like, oh, you're a jock, a, a group I can hate. So watch me. Oh, and it's so funny because he's so anti-labeling himself here, but he's so quick to label the 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 Richies and you know the stuff like that. Like right, they're perfect for each other, basically. I agree. <laughs> yeah, and I do love the so like, he's so honest and like saying so desperately. I'm not a warrior. I'm a duck. I'm a du- and to no one, no one. Is, she's gone. Drink to my guy. She's gone. <laughs> he moved on to talking to somebody else already. <laughs> he moved on. <laughs> I said. Did, I'm a, did you hear me? I'm a duck. Did you? Okay. Go ahead. Right, I'll check you later. Go ahead. Take a shot. <laughs> I did just pause it, by the way, on the, 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 the downtrodden um, Joshua Jackson face that we see many, too many times on Doctor Who. Like, I've uh, seen this many times. Uh, <laughs> it didn't go my way. I need the music to go in the background. Like, I need some <laughs> sappy love songs in that late 90s to come up in the background right now. Because Charlie doesn't want to wait, see? And that's the thing. He is instantly smitten with her, though. I mean, oh, like, yeah. oh you can see it, like, <laughs> but you can almost see it before he even turns. Her, she's like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "I'm in love." Confirmed. <laughs> yes. Confirmed. Yeah, it's like it's, it's the weirdest meet cute ever, though. It's like <laughs> it's definitely like an enemies to to lovers sort of sort of trope, but I, I like it a lot because I like an insufferably like type. A, I think it's type A where it's like everything needs to be prim and proper and you have a petition. I just, I love, I love that kind of character so much. It's because... very, it's very Jesse and Slater almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know? I think, I think Joshua Jackson would thank you very much for that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, finally, someone gets it. I'm like Mario Lopez. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> oh my. By the way, I did watch the new Saved by the Bell, and Mario Lopez never ages. Like, he never ages. So oh, yeah. Truth. Truth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so we cut to them showing up at showing up at the rink. And I do love the shot, the shot they pulled off of them like standing on the opposite side of the rink, and there's no glare. I'm just standing there looking out at the eyes. I like this angle. Yeah. You know, like and the and you get all the pennants hanging down and stuff. Yeah, I love this angle because it's yeah. just like this is really cool to watch, have them watching this really cool practice going on. It's not what they do at yeah. all. I, I have to say though, like, how are these kids that impressed by this this rink after what they've been through and where they've played, the audience they've played for? How is this that impressive to them? Here's a question. They're impressed. They're impressed. Charlie, not so impressed. <laughs> right. Well, tra- tra- but doesn't it feel like Charlie's putting on false bravado for for his his friends, like as a morale boost? Oh, definitely. Like, what? Yeah, if, I, right, I have a theory. I have a theory now. Go for it. I know that they probably established this in that speech where he said, "No one likes you, but welcome." But <laughs> what if this movie takes place between one and two? I know that kids' ages and stuff, but like you know, from a plot can't. perspective, it can't because. 
they bring up the fact that the Mighty Ducks are a team and they were not a team until after D2. Oh, you know what? You're right. And there's all That's those the only thing people. that would yeah. your logic because they do bring up the Money Ducks franchise. Yeah. And, and all, those, all those people that they gathered from all across the country. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, they yeah. have to have all that room in from the other country. But also, it's that fact that they bring up the fact that the Money Ducks franchise is a thing and right. they were not a thing yet. That's true. That's true. I guess it so. just makes more sense to me <laughs> from a impressed, yeah. from a, like a sort of where they're at psychologically. Sort this of should standpoint. have been the second movie. Yeah, like they should have gone from their first movie to this, and then to the Olympics, or you, you know, yeah. Do you think that? Uh, do you know about the history of this production? Were they? Did they think they were done after D two, or was this always going to be a, a, a um, three or a four? From what I know, D two wasn't even in the bag. D two was a surprise. Like they didn't. Okay. They thought this is, this is supposed to be one movie. Right. The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. And right. then, or if you ask them, or if you ask them, the UK. The Mighty Ducks are champions, which is still the funniest changeover of the title ever. <laughs> Not a the joke. Mighty Ducks are champions? Is the name of the movie in the UK is The Mighty Ducks are champions, the first movie. Of the <laughs> first movie? Joke. Not a joke. No. Spoiler right in the title, huh? Okay, go listen to our episode with Niall McGowan. We have a full conversation about that in the first season. <laughs> we have a full conversation on that. But um, I think it was literally, and then it became, it was such a big movie. That first movie was so big. So much bigger than Disney ever expected. I was like, we have to do a sequel. We have right. to do a sequel. And it's a right. sequel. But if you watch the sequel, there's no promise for a third movie. There's no. No, no they end at the campfire and it's fine. So I think this movie is a, like the, well, because I also looked at the release date. The release date is the week the NHL season starts. So mm. I have a feeling it's all tied together with like the Mighty Ducks franchise we have this opening day and we have a third movie now and we want the kids to come back one last time and then they'll all go off i don't feel like disney did this time with hockey too. yeah this definitely has the feel of we want another movie what can we have them do yeah <laughs> you know? exactly I, what it is i um we watched all of we got a big brady bunch box set this summer and so at the end after we watched the whole show my kids and my wife and i we watched the movies and the first movie is classic second movie fine and then there's a third movie called the brady bunch goes to the white house and fellas this was a made for tv brady bunch the uh, third movie and it shows and i'm not i'm saying d3 is better than that because everything <laughs> is better than that but i do get a made for tv or like disney channel original definitely feel to okay, i can see that that's right up there with the uh, fish out of water movies that Disney likes to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like oh, I'm a I'm a California surfer, but I have to move to Minnesota now. What am I going <laughs> to do? I'm going to skateboard. You know. Wait a minute, we did that for Unabashedly Obsessed. What's that movie called? Uh, oh, Rad. Maybe something Radical. Like, Was it Radical? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm listening to um. Well, I'm Wildcat Minute right now, but they're breaking down old Disney movies. <laughs> I mean, but that, that whole thing was a huge trope for a while. There's more than one movie that kind of does that. Yeah. yeah. There's Johnny Tsunami. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. That's, and they're probably all on Disney+. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, sure. They for sure are. <laughs> if you Disney+, Plus for real, there's a section. They actually made a collection of all the Disney original movies, and they're... Some of the movies in there are hysterical. Like, there are some hysterical movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, real fast, I have a pause because the person keeps talking. And 
I you don't realize how dumb some of these characters are. <laughs> you don't realize how dumb they are until they have the line. Them rejects should have stayed on their side of the track. I know. <laughs> what and is that? <laughs> I this is so interesting to me because we've already we've established that the big guy who I've seen the the blonde hair with the curly. Yep. I've seen him as this same role somewhere else. And I don't know, I don't know where. And then the guy that sort of looks like he's maybe like the lead singer of a band with like his like 90s yep, sort of- Like Daryl Hall, down. yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we've seen them already. But then we meet this goalie and it's almost chilling how much he, how much like smarter, how much like Darth Vader he is to their stormtroopers. Cause uh-huh. you're like, oh, he's the smart one. And like, he says some dumb Disney villain type stuff, but like, if you watch him in this movie, he is not playing the same game that those other jocks are, and it is chilling to me. Definitely, true. yeah. It's true. <laughs> now, I did think on my first watch through this recently, I did think for a minute that the big dumb guy was going to be like Ogre in uh, in the nerds movies. Like, right. is he going to be the one that switches to the other side because his friends make fun of him and the ducks will accept him? <laughs> like, oh, right. I scene. see like a, I would have, anyone who knows me knows that that is a plot that I would love so much. He's like, listen, no one will have me. Can I be the third Bash brother? And exactly. Kenny's like, hey, listen, you can be the fourth back up. And then it's like, okay, whoa. <laughs> Okay. Um, what's funny about it is I feel like this is just a normal conversation with them now. This is just completely normal. He says these dumb things all the time. This is right. nothing yeah. new to them. So this is kind of a normal conversation because my favorite part is he, everything our goalie side says is absolutely 100% accurate. Yeah. But, he, but the funny part is he's like, don't confuse him. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, the other thing is if they're from the wrong side, well, I wish they'd go back on the other side of the tracks. We don't have tracks because there's no trains. It's an expression, my guy. I right. know. It's an <laughs> idiom. I would have loved that. Hey, look, stop it. <laughs> stop taking things so literal. It's figurative. <laughs> oh, I bet there's, I bet there's a, a, a cutting room floor scene where he just goes off. Not in the script. I'm kind of done with this. <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm not an idiot, okay? Oh, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Um, so then the two teams meet, and this is where we realize, oh, they should not be meeting. Airborne, be meeting. by the way, is the name of the movie. Ah, Airborne. There you go. There you go. Um, they, they meet, um, and mm. I do like the fact that it's Captain Duck, which I, I think we actually named an episode of season one, not realizing that's what was in here. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I was renaming if I was in England and I was renaming this this Mighty Ducks franchise, I think I'd call it Charlie says it's okay if we skate here. Because that happens like five times in these movies where they're like, should we skate here? It's a says no trespassing, and Charlie's like, it'll be fine. Let's go. Charlie's the captain. I love hockey so much so that I will risk your legal yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, but it's so funny to be like, we shouldn't skate here. They look dangerous. Ah, come on. You go we'll ahead. We can, we can skate with these guys. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it is weird that how that works out. Yeah. Um, it goes back to your whole confidence while trying to play the unconfident person. <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> right, exactly. exactly. It's like hipster, hipster snobbery. So, and, that, <laughs> and actually, their, their convocation is actually where we end our minute. It's actually a perfect ending because like, hey. they get broken up by the co- varsity coach and then we end our minutes. Yep. So, and you I got have... a perfect beginning and ending. You guys Absolutely. <laughs> and how far we've come, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I have a question to end, to, to end this minute, the, the scenes of this minute. Do you think that the Bash Brothers regret being called the Bash Brothers and publicized as the Bash Brothers? Um, all they get is ridicule. All they ever get is, oh, a Bash Brother, huh? Like, I don't know. I think that kind of feeds them. It feeds oh, their that's inner true. fire. That's fair. That's fair. That's <laughs> you fair. Because you know what it is? I, I, I'm a Devils fan, and I grew up with the crash line. So okay. Like, to me, it's normal. Like, it's and they made money off the crash line back in '95. Like, they made money off that name. So, like, I can see them like wanting to merchandise his name after this game is over. And I know, I know, it ends up being a spoiler. But if you're going to bring up Mario Lopez, you have to talk about the other Bash brother who styled himself to be Mario Lopez. It pops up like everywhere. The it's other Bash very, brother looks exactly Bash brother, like Mario he's Lopez. Married to Gina Menzel. Like, yeah. <laughs> go figure that one out. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Rent and yeah. married in Gina Menzel after being in Rent. Nice. And Newsies. And other yep. Disney property Newsies. And I know. I love Newsies. I love Newsies. <laughs> Actually, Another today. Disney I watched, actor. I watched the Broadway version today, by the way. <laughs> nice. Hey, uh, Newsies Minute is available on iTunes and Spotify. Just saying. Just <laughs> so, all right. Let's, let's move on to the um, question I've been asking everybody. And this is my favorite question to ask people. I've been having so oh. I'm loving this question. Um, we'll, go, we'll go around here. What is your craziest or funniest high school story? I love this question. I've had some great stories. So I'll start with Thomas. Go for all it. right. So um, most of us, we're all of an age here. Right. A school was different back then, wasn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought it was going to be a good idea and and so did my teacher until the very last minute to build a bomb at the school <laughs> as my visual aid for uh, Albert Einstein or for, for the A-bomb. I was trying to make something to as a visual aid for the A-bomb and me and my friend built a bomb and this was okay. I brought it to school we, we had like a shield we were gonna set up. We were gonna do it out on the out on the um, basketball courts, and then at the last minute, we're like, "Nah, we probably shouldn't go ahead and set it off." But I, I it was okay that I brought bomb. If it won't incriminate school. you too much, what kind of bomb? Uh, it was it was really really makeshift. It was mostly um, whistling peats, all the stuff from the whistling peats. Okay. Uh, we took that out and we packed it up. We took like thirty of them, took all the stuff out of the inside and packed it up into a nice tight ball, and then wrapped that in a a pretty package that looked like an A bomb. Yeah, put, put a little Einstein wig on it just because it's fun. Exactly, and, <laughs> and this was a one hundred percent okay. I did not get in trouble for this. this, this we just for, didn't this do for, it. We just ended up not doing it. What year was this? This what was ninety two. Ninety two. Okay, I just wanted to throw it out there as a year point. Yeah, ninety two. I think. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, that is. Whew. That's amazing. There we go. That's my story. That's amazing. <laughs> this question made me feel like a real loser. So, um, let no. Okay. So, um, I think that the thing that that looking back that I was most that I'm most like, kind of like the same thing where it's like, really, we just 
go ahead. I skipped school twice to go buy uh, new music. Three wow, times. Okay. I just realized three albums I bought uh, to, um, just leaving school to go get them. Um, and tw uh, several times to go get lunch. One time, our drama teacher gave us money when we said, hey, we're going to go buy lunch at the sub place that we like. And she's like, great, get me a whatever. <laughs> so we were like, okay, going to leave school now. And just, can't, yeah, it was, and like, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about like, oh, my, if my parents need me, they'll be worried or anything like that. I was just like, yes. Oh, we had no Blink 182 has a new album time. out. I will be going to get that. So <laughs> we had an open <laughs> campus at lunchtime. You could go get lunch if you had a car. You said you, you grew up in Southern California, right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we I'll had open campus. You, you could go to lunch wherever you school. want. You're talking about kind of school and everything. Me and my, my not yet girlfriend, we actually almost like started, we started dating because we cut school together and we ended up realizing how much we had, we, how much chemistry we had. And that's how we started dating was after we cut school together. Uh, <laughs> yep. And we ended uh, up dating for like a year and a half. Now that, that sounds like a John Hughes movie. I could see that as a John Hughes movie. Wait a minute. That's Ferris Bueller. Never mind. Don't, don't, everyone just, just stop. It's, it's yeah, fine. But that's like, we're, by the way, we're still friends to this day. We're still friends. That's awesome. She's still one of my best friends to this that's day. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> that's how we and her started dating. It's because we cut school and we were hanging out in the park and we just started talking and realizing we got along really well and we that's had a awesome. lot in common and that's how we started dating. That's really cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, yeah. That was, but trust me, they, but funny part is you just said that my high school was the same way where we walked, people would walk to Dunkin' Donuts right down the street all the time during the school day. Like it was right, a quick shop at a Dunkin' Donuts and a Blimpies or right down the street from the school. Yeah. They go all the time. Like, <laughs> it, it, I, so one time I missed the bus home from high school and the high school was a good distance from, from where my house was. And so I thought I had to walk all the way up this road, take a right, because this is the, the way that you drive home. So take a right, walk all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. Then I'm at my neighborhood. Recently, like my kids were at a birthday party when I realized this. I was like, we were at this, at this, at this park that existed when I was a kid. And I was like, what is that brick building right there? That's the school. I could have been there. I could, it's, it's actually like, it's like the beginning of, of, this, of this minute. I was like, I took the long way. It took me like two hours to drive home or to walk home. I could have cut through the park and been home in 20 minutes. I was so mad as a, like a 35 year old. I was like, oh, that one day. So I guess, That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That's funny. That's very, very funny. Made me so mad. <laughs> Publicize right. that more. That's very funny. All right, let's get into plug. First of all, I'll promote next week's show. We will have Tierney Steele Callahan here. On nice. She's awesome. It's My previous co-host from uh, Never Ending Minute. Yes. Perfect. And, um, the, our, our first super mega all-star. <laughs> I say that because she's been on all three seasons and the one yep. special we did. Uh, and special episode we did for MMX at Home. So she's gotcha. got everything. So here she's back next week, and there we go. So, I'm so glad stars. you explained what those stars was. Uh, was stars yeah. where I was well, like, stars <laughs> how do I get a star? <laughs> there's a star for the All-Stars that have been all three seasons. And then there's two people that were on the special. 
and a super with, all-stars. Yeah. That's why I did that. With, so the, that with, the, with the bursty part. star, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So it makes sense. People, and funny part is it'll be in the description explaining it to people when they see the show. So it'll <laughs> all explain to people because I, I am proud of the fact that it has when people come back. To the that's season. really awesome. So It's really cool. Um, so, Thomas, I'll start with you because, James, I'm saving you for last for a reason. So, Thomas, you go first. Plugs. All right. Uh, well, like I just mentioned, you can catch me on uh, Never Ending Minute. Uh, Nev and Min on Twitter. Uh, where we went over the never ending story one minute at a time. I'm currently part of the crit storm cast where we play D and D and then I edit and produce it and add music and sound effects and stuff uh, with friends that I've made throughout my lifetime who didn't know each other at the beginning of the show, but I knew all of them from, from my life and gathered them all up and we all started playing together and we've been going for two, two and a half years now. That's uh, it's great. It's awesome. That's really cool. So Crit Stormcast and uh, it's Crit Stormcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and on uh, Twitter. Very cool. Very cool, James. I mentioned at the top of the show. Can't hardly wait a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. All right. So can't hardly wait a minute is where I'm on. Where I'm at now. Um, Aaron and I are actually we almost uh, finished recording this week, and then we realized that there was a post credits thing. And also that we were very tired and punchy, so we recorded two instead of seven episodes. So we're going to finish recording next week or the week after. Um, but we're coming to the end of that, and we're talking. And um, like you said, that uh, this is coming out in April. Yes. So I was talking to Aaron, and I was like, so when are we thinking that we're going to start releasing our next one? And I said, is it is April? And she said, probably not April, probably May or June. But we can't announce what it is. So... This is breaking exclusive news. We've literally told no one. If, if you follow me on Twitter at Unabashed James, you can uh, see we like to tease our network boss uh, with clues for what the, what the movie is. So no one tell him to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but if he is, hi, Colin. Um, so we're going to do, um, we haven't even given any clues yet or anything. So you know, you know ahead of time, we're going to do um, the She's All That Minute. Oh, nice. that's fun. Very, very excited. That's, that's a cool. perfect tie-in for Can't Hardly Wait. Like, we, follow up. Perfect follow-up. We, uh, with Can't Hardly Wait, as we finished Crossroads Minute, we, we were like, so what are we doing next? Um, actually, Tierney, we were going to do A League of Their Own. And then Tierney snatched up A League of Their Own. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, what are we doing? So then we made a list. Fellas? We could be doing this for 40 years with this list that we've made. <laughs> right? Don't feel bad. I have a list, too. Yeah. I have a list, too. <laughs> we, and we, we went over it recently, and we've been like, oh, we forgot this and this and this and this and this. I'm like, this takes us half a year to do. What are we doing? But we, we've decided to make our, make our stand, uh, put our signpost in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s teen uh, comedies. I like that. That's a great place. That's where that's where we're gonna be. Yeah. Some nice Buffy tie-ins there, man. I would have killed if I had realized you're doing can't hardly wait. I would have loved some uh, Seth Green minutes. Seth Green. Listen, Seth Green is just so good. Yeah. He is. uh, Speaking of underrated, Seth Green. Maybe he was rated fine in the '90s. People have forgotten. He's yeah, he's amazing. So he, he's, I yeah. love Seth Green so much. Yeah, so him good. and Matthew Lillard are two of my favorite actors. <laughs> Go yeah. figure. Same, I, same. I actually love Without a Paddle. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I haven't seen that. I, I I've been meaning to see it. I I, I haven't seen it. I like hilarious. Dax Shepard a lot too. So like, I'm all in. I'm you all definitely in. should watch it. It's a hilarious movie. I'm, ex- I'm excited to watch it. We were running like really fast 
come up here. We're come up here to do this show. I forgot on my stairs. My brother-in-law got me the Blu-ray. I can't hardly wait, and it's sitting on nice. my stairs. I, nice. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because I haven't had time. But like, it's sitting on my stairs. I didn't mean to go through it. So, you, you, wait, you. So you, you're caught up on Canada the Wait Minute, right? Of course, yes. Can you do some research for me with the Blu-ray? Okay, what do you need? You know Can't Hardly Wait Minute Theater? Yeah. Will you check for those extra scenes that oh, we sure. did? In, sure. If they're anywhere, they're on the Blu-ray. I'll check, because it's sitting on my stairs. It's on my stairs on the way up yeah. here. Let, please, please let me know, because... I, I meant to grab it. <laughs> it would solve so many mysteries for us yeah. if, if it was go. on the Blu-ray. <laughs> I can check that for you. I, I'll probably, I won't be able to do it tonight, but I'll definitely check it for you. That's totally <laughs> fine. That's cool. And we'll, we'll, we'll update on the show if, if you find them, because that's I will let cool. you know. So, all right. And as for me, um, <laughs> I'm on the Blake and Sal show every single solitary Friday. Um, have not missed a week. And I've been proud to say we did not miss a week during the pandemic. I am very proud to say that. That's very um, We are every single Friday. This show goes up on Friday morning. We are later in the morning on a Friday morning. You can hear the Blake and Sal show. Um, you can hit over the theblakeandsalshow.com and go to see public. You can buy the brand new DeFi the Mighty Doc t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud. I finally got made without being the issues. Uh, that was the problem last season. I couldn't get it up without the issue. This year, didn't see no problem with it. Yeah. So hopefully, go pick it up for Disney Reels it's up there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem during Clerks Minute. I tried to get a shirt up there and they kept, the people kept taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I will say also that I'm wearing my Blink and You'll Miss It t-shirt. There you go. Um, for, uh, for my other show, Blink and You'll Miss It. Um, there you go. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, and also, you can hear you find the Mighty Ducks everywhere, and I'm trying to plug as many places as you can, so go to iHeartRadio and stream our show right there. So, thank you, gentlemen. This was thank a you. lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you, it's guys. Great. great. Let's get out of here for the day. Next week, we'll be back. Thank you all for listening to the show. Have a good day, everybody. See you later. Yeah. And when everyone says it can't be done, ducks fly together.